0: Who are you?
1: Ben Collins.
0: What's up, guys? We are here with another interview with the one and only Dr. Ben
2: Collins. Happy Pod Week, guys. It's the first day of Pod Week. Um, Podcasts every single day, so be looking out for all of those. And, yeah, I'm going to interview our principal, or our old principal. Yep. Yep. Actually, we're alums alums now, so (laughs) we graduated yesterday. Um, You know, he is our ex-principal, but he'll always be the principal in our hearts. Our favorite principal. Our favorite ever. I don't care about the deans anywhere that we're going. (laughs) It's always Dr. (laughs) Pounce. Deans, (laughs) push them away. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we're excited to talk to him today, Um, and I think we'll just get right into it. Dr. Collins, um, I think our first question ha- has to be: like, Where did you grow up? And you know, what was your like? How? What's your story from getting from, you know, high school student where we, we are now until um, where you are, where you are now um, to the best principal in the world?
1: Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the pod. Uh, big fan. Um, <laughs> I am. I graduated high school 18 years ago, so I'm exactly twice your age, and I was thinking about that wow. during graduation. Yeah. I grew up in St. Charles and Batavia in the western suburbs, so a little different, but pretty much the same area, a lot of similarities, and the high school that I went to, which was Batavia High School, was kind of unique in the sense that if you were in that town, that's the only school that you went to. So at Maine South, you can live in five or six different towns and go to Maine South. Where I grew up, if you lived in Batavia, you went to Batavia High School. If you lived to Geneva, you went to Geneva High School. If you lived in St. Charles, you went to St. Charles High School. So there was a lot of loyalty that the town had to the high school, which is actually pretty similar to the way that Maine South feels. Yeah, mm-hmm. And pe- people are very proud of saying that they went there as they are in a lot of different high schools, but in particular, there's just something about the vibe that get generated from that. So I was really into sports and even more into music, and I just pretty much played drum set all the time. I was not a great high school student, but I could kind of figure out what I needed to do to get by. Um, what I w- was, was super invested and involved. I was student body vice president and pretty much on every single leadership thing I could. I lived at the school. I was there wow. all the time from like six o'clock in the morning till 10 PM knew all the teachers, um, was just really social in high school in that regard. And so I loved it. I just had a great experience. Like I'm sure the three of you have. Yeah. And I <laughs> did say that it sounds
2: familiar. Your, your, your experience.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's all about taking advantage of that because that will help you for sure down down the road and then was uh really into drums um so like i said earlier i played it all the time a lot of times doing that instead of the homework i should have been doing <laughs> and then um went to u of i on a full ride scholarship for music wow and, congrats um, talented and music man. Just, what's that
3: you're a talented music man
1: um no i don't know if i I was uh, they're definitely around way more talented people than me i just worked really really hard
2: at it yeah well that's half Um, that's half of it so
1: and then um just you know the same thing at u of I. i got really really invested in it um and wanted to be a teacher so i majored in music at studied abroad in manchester england and then i got a chance to play with um Gwen Stefani's band at that point. Just that was one of our
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Um,
1: just, uh, was lucky again, just for the right place, right time. And then, um, yeah, got, got hired right out of school, uh, taught band um, kind of uh, a couple different places. And then, really early in my teaching career, I had no intention to be an administrator um even though my dad was a high school principal for 19 years but it just wasn't in the cards for me and then all of a sudden there was an occurrence where our department chair who was a teacher that kind of oversaw our department just like we have at Maine south left right before school began to take a different position and they needed somebody to go to the meeting so i raised my hand and said yeah i'll do it and then all of a sudden a year later I talked to the principal and he said you know." do you like doing this? Because it seems like this would be benefit to you. I think you should go get your master's in leadership. So I did. Um, And then just kind of fell into a leadership role there. And then all of a sudden um, knew I wanted to apply for assistant principal jobs after I did that and uh, got the job at Maine West for assistant principal for teaching and learning, which was a new job that was created. Did that for three years. And all of a sudden the South job opened and just knew that that's kind of what I wanted to do. Um, and you don't know when jobs are going to open. So you just kind of have to apply and did that and got the job. And it's five years later and here we are today on the pod. Wow. So that's my, sto- that's my yeah. story.
2: Love, love that.
0: That's crazy. I had no idea that you had such a big music past. I just did not expect that.
1: Yeah, I would say it has, is definitely something that I lean back on all the time, just in terms of how I think about how to move – how to move into circumstances where you need to get better and improve. Mm -hmm. Because I think music humbles you in the sense that there is zero shortcuts. You have to put in a ton of work if you want to get even 1% better. And um, I don't, even people who are, you know, incredibly talented out there and making, making a living doing it, they've still poured in hours and hours and hours of work. So same thing happens, I think, for anything we have in our lives.
3: I think Mr. Hutter would agree with you on that. (laughs) Most certainly. It's true. Where did you you get your master's?
1: I have a master's degree in music ed from U of I, and I have a master's degree in educational leadership from Aurora. Got it. And then I have a doctorate in – Administration and supervision in schools from Loyola,
2: and that's why you're Dr. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Doctor Bud Collins.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is.
2: DVC. That's my principal. I remember. I remember the day that you told. I don't know. I think it was like our sophomore. It was like the first day of sophomore year, and you. I don't. You like told everyone at like an assembly or something. That you could, call, that we could, you could call it. That we could call you DBC. No, he call, no. It was a live. It was Instagram. It was Mark Martin, oh, yeah.
3: Mark Martin asked the question. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And oh. then we were like, it was like, can we call you DBC? And you were like, sure, but know
2: the audience. If it's in the hallway, sure, but maybe not. <laughs> There's a bunch of people. Wait, around. Oh my gosh, I'm remembering that so yeah. vividly now. I was yeah. like, it had to be in sophomore year. Well, yeah, yeah right? that's, that's good. That kind of sparked.
0: Yeah. That's a good stroll into our question about Instagram lives. Do you miss them? And would you do them again? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll do them again in a heartbeat. I need to get get back on that because that was actually one of the cool things about COVID. Is just like it gave everybody a little window into everybody mm-hmm. else's life.
2: Yeah. yeah, those those are so yes, fun. So if you guys I agreed, I was there
3: on like if that you guys
0: time. didn't know DBC would go Instagram living during um, the peak of quarantine, and they were great. There was like were hundreds high. of kids on them, and he played the drums. He showed up, showed his, us his kids. kids he answered. Questions, he was on walks, just like. like I, <laughs> so,
2: we we talked about that the at our podcast meeting, the morning Duncan run. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and all the people in the meeting said that they would um, go on the live again. So I recommend um, Maybe, that you make do, do another one. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you know, yeah. do,
1: and then
2: we'll be able to come back in, yeah. in some way. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah, that would be good.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Okay, okay. Wait? I have a question again.
0: So, what is your daily routine? I'm curious, <laughs> like. <laughs> like I'm just curious
1: so um usually wake up and go get a, I actually go for a walk every morning and get a cup of coffee because there's a that that whole Dunkin Donuts thing that started during COVID I've kept it going wow and it's good for me to kind of clear my head I listen to usually you know the podcast or <laughs> yes. uh really? Yeah, really the other podcast I do so yeah I do I, when it comes out I, I listen to each one uh And then, or I listen to other podcasts that I have, um, once in a while I'll have a really, really early morning phone call. Um, and then I go ahead.
3: What is really, really early? Like what time is that?
1: Oh, six 30.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I will get my kids ready and I usually do the drop off at daycare, um, on my way in and then I usually get into school sometime right around 7 30 um sometimes earlier sometimes a little bit after that it just really depends on what my morning's going on pretty much the second I get in my car I'm working so um nice. there's the Voxer app that I use and a lot of the other leaders use and it's just a good like kind of way for us to pass messages back and forth while we're driving to each other to kind of make sure we're handling all the situations that arise and then when i get into school usually it's trying to hack off a couple of major major things that either need to be communicated or somebody needs to get um somebody needs to have something returned to them and then from there my day looks very different every day the beginning of the week it's more meetings so there'll be days where i'm in meetings all day um and then there are certain days where it doesn't happen which is good and then i can just kind of walk around and be present, um, kind of check in on things. And um, and then no matter what, I mean, I could sit in my office all day and just and, you know pretty much work from email just because of the amount of, that I get. Usually around right when school's over, what I found is that, and I'm sure you guys will be in this space pretty soon too, or maybe you're already there, I'm pretty, once I put in a, a day, about eight hours, I need like an hour and a half break. Yeah. Um, so that's usually when I go work out, um, or do something else. Uh, and then I'll get in my car, go pick up my kids. And then I, I cook dinner every night. Um, my kids go to bed around six 30 and then at six 30 on, I'm either back working for about two or three more hours, sometimes more, or I'm going to an event or once in a while I'll be able to go like hit the gym or, um, you know, go practice some, some other stuff. So that's my typical day, but it fluctuates a lot based on what's going on at school.
2: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot behind being a principal that a lot of people don't know. I don't know. I feel yeah. like, I don't like, can you explain to us a little bit? What, like, a, what's your general job besides just like being so cool and, you know,
1: um, <laughs> well, it's, um, the, the largest part of the job is handling all of the, handling a lot of the interactions between the adults and those can get pretty complicated. Um, just like they can in any place where there's 300 people working, um, the student issues typically, you know, we, we've got really great kids. Unfortunately, sometimes there's bad decisions that take place. Those typically don't come to a principal unless something has gone through a number of different circumstances. Um, I think, maybe 20, 30 years ago, the principal probably handled a lot more of that, but the job's much different now. So, um, a lot of what I handle out the the day to day is just a lot of staff interactions and making sure those go well. And then also, um, you know, just being, being available for the community. I get a lot of phone calls from the community and a lot of interactions with parents. And often those are positive interactions. Once in a while, there's something I have to smooth over. Um, and that, unfortunately, I can take, you know, just a small little rumor that, that gets started it can take an hour of your day. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, two months ago, there was a rumor out in the community that got started about something with the construction project. That was just blatantly not true. I I don't even know where it came from. And I got a phone call from somebody who doesn't have a kid at Maine South. Doesn't live in Park Ridge anymore, but still cares, went to Maine South and still wants to know what's going on. So I spent about 40 minutes on the phone with them trying to defuse this oh situation. Gosh. So that's kind of a behind the scenes look at kind of what my day looks like.
2: Wow. I mean, yeah, like, I, again, like, that's just, that's, just, that's a lot. Um, but I, I didn't know that like majority of it was for teachers and for like the staff Um, which I think is cool because I feel like we see you interacting with students so much
3: that it's
2: um that I didn't know that but that's awesome
3: yeah I mean that's I mean for the majority of I feel like the the position does also change as it goes from elementary to middle school to high school like it's just a completely different realm of responsibilities um that I feel like we all kind of keep from those previous schools but don't kind of realize that it changes all that right
1: right
2: our next question um, comes from one of our club ma- members, Alex Ang. He said, "How many suits do you have?"
1: <laughs> I don't know. I am counting. Okay. Uh, I probably have. I think I probably have 15 suits that I rotate. Oh my god! yeah, so about 15. Wow,
2: is that usual? Like, do a lot? Do a lot of people have? that
1: many Uh, no there's a lot of debate in the adult world about what to wear and all that so (laughs) I just I became an administrator when I was really really young relatively to other people and so one of the ways that I had to combat that was just to dress up all the time and it's kind of gotten a little bit of a kick now that I just kind of feel like people expect to see me in a suit. <laughs> um, I like wearing them. Once it's you know at this point, I once it gets hot, I I don't anymore until um, things start, things start going up again in August um, at the end of August. But um, that's just been that's just been something that I think is kind of developed into my persona, and I. I, yeah. think people, I think people treat people differently depending on how they dress, even that's though true. as much as we say dress doesn't matter. But I think in certain circumstances that's true, but not in a professional working environment. Mm-hmm. I still think there's something to be said for decorum in general. Right. Um, and also just like the position that you hold really does make a difference with that.
3: Yeah. Uh, I got a kind of A follow up question there What's your most Like exotic color suit Do you like a green suit Or
1: <laughs> I've got a seersucker suit So I don't wear that To school I don't what, wear that To weddings In the summer Um That's That's probably The most exotic I get With maybe like A floral tie Yeah What
2: What is a seersucker sh- suit
1: you don't know what a seersucker suit is
2: no i unfortunately i don't
1: <laughs> no it's okay um it's like you've seen them before they're like really 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 light blue with a, a light cloth sometimes they have pinstripes oh
2: yeah if, yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah if you google that you'll 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 be like oh that's a seersucker suit usually you can wear them with loafers so a lot different look than you know um got it like something with wingtips or like a prince prince philip cut mm. yeah
2: nice
1: this is nice you should, you should yeah, wear this
2: nice. you should have worn this last night
1: <laughs> yeah right
2: it's <laughs> awesome i love that i think that's your next first day that's your first day of school outfit yeah. for uh the 2022-2023 school year that's what i'm thinking that's awesome
3: all right so next question we kind of want you to go a little bit more in depth about gwen stefani's band <laughs> and uh wh- how did you get that opportunity what was she like Uh,
1: just, yeah, kind of go on there. Yeah, um, so that was, that was a brief stint, um, and I was just, like, kind of an auxiliary member. Uh, I got a phone call from somebody in the States when I was over in England, and they said, hey, Gwen Stefani just broke up with No Doubt. When I was in high school, No Doubt was, like, really big. I mean, I have, I think they've got three albums, I think, upstairs in my CD collection. Wow. And, um, and she's got the solo gig, and she's gonna do this big, huge tour, um, multi-city tour in England, I know you're over there and they need somebody who can play a bunch of instruments. And I was like, yeah, I can, I can do that. And they're like, well, you have to miss, you have to ditch classes for a couple of weeks. And I was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is college mind you. So a lot different And in England. Co- classes only meet once a week. Oh, wow! Very different than the United States. So I, you know, as opposed to missing weeks of classes in the U S which there's no way they would probably let you do that. I just had to miss a couple of lectures and made sure I got the notes from friends. So anyway, so, um, yeah, I get the call, go to a studio in the middle of London underneath railroad tracks, but it was like super nice. And then learn some choreography, learn some music and then just did the gig and, um, didn't have any super direct interaction with her just because like I said, I was kind of an, more of an auxiliary member. Um, my interactions were all super positive. Um, what was cool though, actually, was just all of the other acts that were with us, because in England, the taxpayers, in some cases, will fund these groups to come over and tour together, and then they throw these huge festivals that are essentially free And in the summer. Wow. So let's see, Black Eyed Peas were there, so I was For backstage you. with them quite a bit. That's awesome. Um, let's see, who else? um Jamiroquai, um just a lot of different groups that were you know really big back then the bravery um and so I, just for a moment I got to kind of see what that rock star lifestyle is like and, and ultimately it's it's fun it's not that much different than you know you guys are doing right now and hanging out there's just a <laughs> lot of they're, they're regular people right yeah. they they've got stuff they need to do every day and um, you know, they've, they're just really good at music. And so it was cool. I'm glad I did it. And I spent every single dollar that I earned in those, um, in those days that I was doing it. Cause I told myself, like, I'm not going to save any of this money. I'm just going to blow it like crazy <laughs> and just totally live it up. And I did. And then I came back That's to class and just kept living my normal life. So that was the story.
2: That's awesome. Um, kind of on the music trend, what, do you have a favorite artist or a favorite song or...
1: Band. Yeah, I, oh boy! Every just a ton of stuff. We could talk music all day. Um, my favorite artist is the DJ Paul Oakenfold. Um, I've seen him multiple times. If you don't know who that is, he is one of the most important people in the electronica dance EDM movement. Um, he's one of those like earlier Godfather types who kind of made made a lot of the stuff that you listen to today possible. Right. When I was in high school, he was huge, huge. So um, he's still out there doing stuff, but he's you know just one of the older guys now. There's a lot of the younger dudes who are doing um, the music that you see, like when you go to like Perry's at Lollapalooza or okay, uh, yeah. like a, a nightclub or something like that. Um, so like he's got he his stuff is really awesome. Um, in terms of like favorite song, oh man. I still love the band Nirvana, and yeah, I love the band okay. Blink One Eighty Two. And I have this tradition that every single graduation, um, when I finish, I put in uh, Enema of the State, the Blink One Eighty Two album that was big when I was in high school. And I know, I know the the notes to every single part of the drums in that album. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh,
2: that's sick. And
1: I, bla- I blast, it as loud as I can from my car when I'm driving out of the parking lot at graduation because it makes me, <laughs> it reminds me of high school. Aww. And I did that last night, and what was awesome was a couple of Maine South kids, you know, they're walking out of the theater, and they hear this guy, probably they think I'm like this loser, blasting <laughs> Blink-182, and his dad turns around. And he's like, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, bro. Wow. <laughs> so, it was fun
2: that's awesome that's like that's a good story right there. <laughs> um yeah,
0: yeah i have a question so what is like your favorite memory at main south these past five years
1: my favorite memory mm-hmm. at main south um i loved the reveals for the school-wide fundraiser
2: oh my gosh
1: i always felt like that was great because i got to know the and, you know, the the money that we gave wasn't changing their lives, but I think the meaning behind it was really what made an impact. Mm. That would be probably well, the first day of school is my favorite. The second, my second favorite day of school is graduation. But the first day of school just has such a the excitement behind it. And yeah. I remember this one story in particular where there was a, the freshmen are always very interesting because they're so nervous and they walk in and they don't know what's going on they have nowhere to go and in a lot of cases the parents are causing a lot of anxiety too because they're just kind of not sure even how to act and so yeah i see that all the kids get dropped off and i remember this one student who graduated last night she walked by me and, um i thought to myself oh my gosh i can't believe that you're graduating and i remember when she came into the school And she was pretty nervous and she's got tears welled up in her eyes and she doesn't know where to go. And I said, Hey, you know, I walked up to her and said, you know, you know, you're going." No, she doesn't know where she's going. So we found out the class and everything and she was super nervous and you know, just really tepid. And I actually got a phone call from her parents and they were like, you know, they want to make sure she's okay she was really worried and anxious all weekend and I said it's okay I'll check in with her I checked in with her later day. she was doing much better okay. and then I remember that I remember she walked out after being with her Aunt pride leaders and she looked like she owned the school at the end of that day at the end of that first day and I just think it's so transformative to see a lot of the freshmen kind of go through that mm-hmm. and then to see her walk across the stage last night a completely confident young adult ready to take on the world. I just think that's so cool.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, that is a really good story. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, high school could be a scary place um, for a lot of people. And
3: Especially the first day. The first I day, mean, yeah. And it's, it's
2: different because, I mean, you i mean—you go to middle
3: school and then you have a whole different group of people but, like, you go into high school and you have like a, a really, really, really different group of people, like that you a lot of like a thousand kids you probably have never probably even fifteen hundred kids you've never seen before. That it's just all of a sudden like you're seeing them every day.
1: Yeah, scary. And you don't you're trying to figure out who you are and how to act and you're gonna make a lot of mistakes and that's okay. That's what the four years are for. And um, it's awesome even last night. I mean just so all of the confidence walking across the stage. At graduation, I'm just thinking to myself, "They're ready to go." The, the, all, all of these, all of these, these young adults are ready to take on the world.
2: Wow, yeah. Um, kind of along that trend. Um, what's your favorite Main South tradition?
1: Um, my favorite Main South tradition. Um, I love the phrase "hockey." Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's so I think awesome. it's
1: hilarious on yeah. about a thousand different levels. And I've had a lot of other principals ask me. They're like, do you guys actually say hawk yeah? That stuff. And I'm like, hawk, yeah, we do. Yeah. And, they're, <laughs> and they're always like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I heard that I've been believing it. And then i at myself. I was like, just not bad. And I'm like, no, we don't mean it in a bad way. Um, but I just like little things like that that become kind of ways of language. Um, and I also... Love all of the traditions that kind of get associated with every single group. So, like how the badminton team, their graduates get a, um, oh, what's, what's the badminton thing called? Um, birdie, yeah, they get one of those with a face painted on it. Oh my god, and a little, um, a little like graduation cap Aww. from the coach, from uh, Coach Mir Wilson. And she's been doing that forever. I think that's so cool. Or the fact that, you know, Papa Roach, when you walk in, he's always got a story about his travel experiences, um, you know, with the um, American Indian population and like the essay contest that he does or like the pops that he gives out or the crazy hats that he wears. You've got Mr. Smaha and he does his big Vietnam presentation and everybody's crying and he's crying and he does that every single year and um, there's just so many stories at the school i could go on and on and on um, i love how the students don't walk on the hawk right um, did you did you see that, things like that. did you see difference. that the hawk
2: was redrawn
1: i just want to... well the hawk is getting relocated because of the floor
2: what oh no. where? where
1: well it'll probably be it'll be on that It'll it'll be kind of built into that same floor, but it's it's not it's not going to be exactly in the same spot. We're trying to figure it out right now because of construction.
2: Okay, just make sure people walk around it still. Yeah, can I yeah, we can't will, die
1: will. ever. It'll take some time. It's I mean, there's just a lot of construction projects that have caused it to. You know, we had to abate all of that tile, so um, had to figure out like what we were going to do. We'll it will be a, we'll be in good shape, I promise.
0: Good. Did awesome. you see the new hawk on the floor? Oh, which one? where the old one was
1: the new hawk and the floor were the old one no i don't think i know oh, what you're talking well, about. where the
0: old hawk was ripped up there may have or may not be a drawing of a new hawk
1: <laughs> no no I, I have to go check that out tonight i'll be at the school later oh okay, yeah you'll have to look. do that
0: you'll, <laughs> we can awesome. send you a picture if needed but the students still walk around it that's
3: great it's that's awesome. great yeah, I mean, I mean, whoever did that, I mean, wow, really good job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, next up, we want to ask, as a principal, what has been the funniest or most interest- interesting thing you have dealt with? Um, I guess COVID is like an obvious one, but maybe maybe something that's not, um, you know, not COVID. I don't know.
1: You know, you guys broke up for two seconds. Can you repeat the question?
2: Yeah. What has been the most interesting or most fun thing you have dealt with as a principal? Your kids? (laughs) Your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we got to... The most most interesting thing that I've had to deal with? As a principal, yeah.
1: Or funny. Um, Good question. I would say... there's like a lot of small complaints that arise from the community that many of whom don't have kids at the school (laughs) and um community members that are really really interested in like very very minute details about the actual building itself on the outside and so they'll they'll call me when we don't have like the grass cut to the lengths that they like what or yeah I mean, or they'll call me when we haven't cut back the brush enough by the by the pond <laughs> um or they'll 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 send me an email if there's something else that they see so like those are just kind of like are you kidding me moments but yeah. I, I know people really care and i think that's great but it's, it's it's just interesting how invested some people can get in that and then from a student perspective I would say the most interesting things have always been just how amazing like personal stories can get. So like one of the students um, who was 207's best this year, Alex. um, McNeely. McNeely. Yeah. I mean, his story is unbelievable and like he's doing all this like virtual reality stuff. I mean, the guy's going to be a billionaire yeah, and, you know, create tech things that all of us use one day. I always just, like blown away I mean at high school all I wanted to do was play punk songs in my basement on my <laughs> drum set. and here he is like oh yeah I'm designing all this virtual reality stuff I'm like what so yeah. I love that stuff
2: yeah that's awesome um I guess a couple more questions and then we'll be we'll be on our way um where do you want to see what do you want to see for Maine South in the future like what what do you want to see happen um is there any goals you have um as a principal kind of a loaded question but
1: yeah Sure. Um, I would say Maine South has a really, really pristine reputation in a lot of areas. And then there's a lot of areas where outside of the school and outside of the community, it actually doesn't have a good reputation. And I get to hear a lot of that from people that I work with in either the greater education community or um, just other circles. And so I would like to see that outside reputation improve a lot. And I think a lot of that is the work that we're trying to do and just be really inclusive and make sure that everybody feels like no matter what kinds of things they do at their school, that it's really nurtured and cared for in the same light. And um, that's just going to take some time. And I think we've made some good strides. And then the second thing is just I really think the sky's the limit on the potential for the school still. I still think we're scratching the surface for what we can do. I think the construction project's going to – open up a lot of avenues it already has that we didn't have before and just making school super unique and building new traditions. Um, and also just uh, allowing allowing things to continue to grow so kids love coming in to the school and staff love coming to work. I mean look at look at what Hawkfest has done. Hawkfest so, Hawkfest so, yeah who planned that? Awesome. <laughs> Best yeah. day my
2: life awesome. So such a good event <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I think those are my two big ideas and goals for the school in the future
2: <laughs> yeah that's awesome um, it's kind of it's, it's weird because now that we're you know alums uh, l- like I don't know I'm excited to see all, I, I th- I'm excited to see I'm excited to come back in a year from now and be like oh Maine's have this changed but like for the better and, like, be a good yeah. Way. yeah sure yeah.
1: So.
0: Um, next what are your summer plans anything um, interesting that you're doing
1: uh, well, with, I'm sure you heard my kids earlier. Uh, I've got three kids. They're mm-hmm. all little, they're all under four. Uh, my three month old is I'm trying to walk him around as I'm talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably a lot of time with them. And then I am really, really into golf right now. So i plan a few tournaments this summer. Oh. Um, and I'm actually going to Scotland to go to golf because we've got a wedding in England. So I'm parlaying oh. it. Uh, for that. so awesome. um, Can we tag along? Can I do that? (laughs) going to be a lot of fun.
2: That's awesome. Um, Anything
0: else, Tommy? I don't think so. I think they
3: got got
1: a lot of questions answered.
3: Is there anything
0: else that you want to add or that you want the listeners to know?
1: Sure. I'll I'll, I'll say one thing, and this is really a shout-out to all the seniors, and I want to emphasize the three of you. I just think you have brought so much life to the school, and you have made – every day worth working in that building and the three of you do so many awesome things and, and so many different facets you are models for i hope how other students interact with the building going forward and as a staff i know i speak on behalf of all of every, all of them like we are really going to miss you and i i mean that and i just think the world of you and know that you are gonna take it on and do great things and make everybody so happy in the lives that you lead. And I'm even getting choked up like saying this right now. I just, oh. I just am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so proud of all the seniors. You're gonna make me cry. Yeah, are <laughs> trying to make us cry right now? Yeah. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Well, I mean it. I mean it's just it's been hard, right? It's been mm-hmm. a hard couple of years. It's been hard on everybody, and and it's okay. We are gonna get through all of this somehow and um we're gonna be in a good spot um and and we will figure everything out and it's all because of you i mean every time that i would walk into the building or i listened to the uh the podcast i just like instantly smiled when i saw everybody and i i just think you're you're ready you are so ready to take on the next stage and we're all so excited to see all the stuff you're gonna do moving forward
2: well, thank you very much. Maine South yeah, is the best. Um, it is. We just want to thank you for all that you have done for the
0: school the past four years. Um, you've transformed the school, and we really appreciate everything that you've done. It's been a great four years at Maine South. Once a hawk. Always a hawk.
3: Hawk yeah.
2: That's
0: hawk right. yeah.
3: Hawk yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I'll let you all go. Thanks for having me.
1: It's been an honor and a privilege um, to be in your podcast presence. And uh, I hope you guys have a great day. All right. Thanks. You too. See you, Dr. Collins. Thank you. See you later. Yep.
0: Thanks, Dr. Collins.